0: This week on It's So Bad, we add yet another Paul W.S. Anderson movie to the endless list of video game movies as we go to the movies on It's So Bad. Welcome. We have Steve.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Hello, Steve. We have Joe. Joe hey how are you hello joe hello sam hello how are you this evening
2: i'm great here we are
0: and Alcore, how are you
2: i'm good mike how are you
0: you know i'm hanging in there it's been a it's been a very quick week let's just say that has it felt like a quick week for anybody else No, it's felt felt like
1: a weird week for me. I I traveled a little bit. I was off at the beginning of the week. So I'm a little I'm a little unstuck in the week. I don't know what day it is. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I feel that can feel like sometimes you're like in a big underground lab of a week. And uh, maybe, you know, some corporate overlords are are pulling the strings on, on your time, you know, a la Resident Evil.
0: And you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. So- follow us on social media at It's So Bad Pod on the Twitter. And yes, and It's So Bad. Oh yeah, well, I should mention too, we're doing our great re-rank coming up. So if you have any questions, you have any comments, you want to promote a video game on the list to a different ranking you can send us an email, it's so bad, it's so bad, pod, at gmail.com, for your emails. And we will take a look at those, and we will figure those in to our great re-ranking conversation, when that occurs at some point in the future. We don't have a date for that. Um, But yes, Resident Evil is the film this week. Um, The 2002 film, made by none other than Paul W.S. Anderson. Our second Paul W.C. Anderson movie on this list. The other is Mortal Kombat, um, which is our current number one, oddly enough. And yes, guys, what is, what is this movie? I feel like Steve was the biggest proponent of doing this movie for the longest time. So yeah, talk ta- to us.
1: I'll take the hit on this one. Uh, yeah, this is a movie. This is a movie that came out in 2002. It's a movie that I watched in in high school. Um, this was kind of my entry to Resident Evil 2 because I hadn't played the games prior to this movie. So when I, when I watched this movie, I was kind of like, I knew a little bit about it. I knew there were zombies. I knew there were, you know, it's like a badass commando types that went into a creepy mansion and and fought zombies um and that's kind of what this movie is sort of it's not exactly having played the resident evil games like afterwards it's not exactly where the uh the series goes Um, but it's got milia jovovich in it she was making lots of movies back in the day um you know like the fifth element and all that um and i don't know i I haven't seen this movie since i was probably (coughs) in high school um i did yeah, but it launched like a huge franchise of, of these Resident Evil movies. Like This is, I feel like, the video game movie franchise. Uh, so I've seen the one. After, there's a, a sequel to this one. I saw the second one. And then there's like seven more after that that I haven't seen. So there's, we're, we're going to go deep yeah, on Resident Evil on, uh, over the course of this list.
0: There's six movies on this uh, so far. And there's a seventh one coming out this year named Welcome to Raccoon City. That was oh, just going to yeah. be like a, a reboot of the franchise, supposedly, without Mila Jovovich. Ooh, uh, so I, I feel about that.
1: Yeah, that's a mistake. I feel like she's the she's the glue <laughs> holding this whole thing together.
0: But yeah, she was. Uh, so she plays Alice, which is a reference, I guess, to Alice in Wonderland, and. I don't know how. Oh yeah, this and then factors into Alice in Wonderland. The Red
1: Queen too is the bad guy in right, this. Yeah, yeah, and they're like they go down the rabbit hole of the underground lab. I guess, huh? Right. Uh, okay, right. sure. I guess you can make that connection. Resident
2: Evil. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no yeah, one so... is
3: watching this movie for the Alice in uh,
2: Wonderland references. Yeah. No. Did they even say her name in in the movie?
0: I think they did because they talk about Spence and Alice because they're like oh. the, the couple that are keeping the mansion. Right, but was couple. that her
2: fake? Was that her code name, or is that her real name?
0: Well, maybe we'll find uh. out in the future movies. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so there's Millie Jovovich as Alice. She was coming off of Zoolander. She was in Zoolander. I don't know if you remember that. She was also in uh, The Messenger, the story of Joan of Arc. Do that you w- remember that movie? I. You, you know movie? why
1: I. I remember that movie because for some reason I it was just like in a prominent display case at the video store in our town and I just always saw it and there was like some picture of her like on a horse like riding forward and just that stuck in my brain never actually saw the movie though it,
3: it was on like TBS all the time like it, it was on TBS like you know probably following a uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie I like
0: it seems like always a there. It seems like a very um very TBS movie, a very Saturday afternoon movie is what I like to call those movies, movies you just kind of flip on and you kind of watch for a hot second and then you, you go off of it. Um, but yeah, she. but I, her biggest breakout role was The Fifth Element, where which was like a kind of a cult classic. I don't think that movie did very well in, in the box office, but it ended up being afterwards just like everybody fucking loved that movie
1: yeah i remember that movie. It's movie that movie came on tnt when i saw it the first time and my parents were like oh this movie's supposed to be so bad you're not we shouldn't even watch this and then i was like immediately hooked and i was like this movie kicks ass <laughs> hell yes like i love it <laughs> so yeah definitely not appreciated at its time
0: that's the way it goes let see my parents were like don't watch pro wrestling and guess what i watched a lot of pro wrestling <laughs> but yeah so uh she stars alongside james pure purefoy is that what his name is as spence who's like the other guy who uh is hiding the mansion who's the cover for the mansion um he was he was in the knight's tale before this and like not very much else but he was also like a big um stage actor um in theater he was a theater man and then we have uh, Michelle Rodriguez, who was uh, just coming off Fast and the Furious. That's that's the summer that this movie came out. She was in Blue Crush.
2: Good if movie. <laughs> the surf was that the surfing movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know
0: if yeah. It and that. it
1: couldn't have been long after this movie that somebody put the scripts to to Blood Rain in her hands, and she was like, "We yeah. have to make we have to make this movie. This is going to be <laughs> this is going to be the pinnacle of my career. Can't wait to." She's be like Blood Rain. Mike,
0: Michael Madsen. I've always wanted to work with Michael Madsen
1: doofy tom brady is <laughs> going to be in this movie sign me up
2: <laughs> wish.com tom brady
0: but yeah this is uh this is this is another one of those german we've talked about this before in the podcast um like a german production so the film the rights to the film were required by the constantine film um which is a german production company it was filmed all in berlin and the surrounding area um for this um i don't I don't know if Germany is indicative of the quality of the movie, but from the movie we, we've seen, it's been pretty shitty. Those are the movies that come out of Germany.
1: Sounds like it's really easy to make a movie in Germany these days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and like all of the finest German warehouses that were <laughs> turned into yeah, similar stats the whole way through.
3: There is nothing in this movie that is remotely German looking. Uh, I, I feel like the
0: mansion is kind of German looking, maybe little bit
1: all the concrete is very german you can tell that's good german concrete the whole way through.
0: <laughs> but yeah so there was like a number of scripts written for this movie before it got off the ground the company actually acquired the rights i think in in uh 1996 uh to the to or 97 to resident evil and they like wrote there was a couple different treatments for this um movie and the initial script had um them a SWAT team, not stars, but a SWAT team were investigating a mansion that was unwittingly used in a science experiment um, where they were the SWAT team was sent in to be the science experiment, and they got rid of all of the, uh, like, stars references and umbrella references. Um, but that one never came out. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but George Romero did a... The uh, Dawn of the Dead guy, the you know, Night of the Living Dead guy. Is he Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, right, right? That's that guy?
1: Yes. I think so, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, all those Dawn yeah, of the yeah. Dead movies. Yep.
0: He did uh he did a Resident Evil commercial, but it only appeared in Japan. And Shinji Mikami, who was the um, like director of the original Resident Evil, he approached George Romero to write a script for a movie. And so George Romero was like, fuck, I, I really like this, so I'll do it. He had his secretary play through the entire game. He wrote a <laughs> script that That's had awesome. had Chris and Jill as the main characters in a romantic relationship, also featured Ada Wong, Wesker, Barry Burton, Rebecca Chambers. He wrote five to, five, and, five to six different drafts of the script, all of which were rejected by the production house. Wow. Um, oh, no. So he
3: used, like, the actual source material? <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Um, the production company didn't want to use it because they thought it would get an NC-17 rating. All of the scripts. All the different scripts that he wrote. Uh, oh. Because it was so violent. Uh,
2: but, yeah. So. Man,
1: I want to see that movie. slash right? all, all five of those movies.
2: Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's
1: such a... We were talking about this during the pod, but it's so funny how many video game movies did this, but, like, Resident Evil is obviously one of the biggest offenders, that, like, There's pretty good source material to pull from from these games. And yet they just like think that like mainstream audiences won't buy it if you tell the story of the video game, I guess. Or I don't know. I don't know what like creative control comes in where they're just like, no, we got to make it as generic as possible. No recognizable characters, no recognizable landmarks or settings or like story beats. We just want to like take the like general feel, like surface level feel of this video game and like make a movie based on it. And that's it. So, yeah, they're just like like,
3: corporation zombies movie that's it that's all they took
1: yeah there's no chris but there's like a chris stand-in there's no jill but there's alice who's an a-, a jill stand-in um like they sort of as this i think as sort of, as the movies go along they s- start to figure out that like there are cool characters in resident evil that they should probably incorporate but i think i forget who said it but it was like basically they just bought the rights to i think it was warbo you know, like they just bought the rights to use the word umbrella and like the umbrella logo for this movie
0: all right, so I have an answer for you. So um, on why they did this. So Paul W. Anderson is quoted as saying, "Underperforming movie tie-ins are too common, and Resident Evil of all games deserved a good celluloid representation." He thought the source material was not good enough. Um, and actually, the whole thing is that he played through, I guess, Resident Evil when it came out himself, and he was he liked it so much that he made a script um that was a total he he describes it as a total ripoff of resident evil called undead and they used that as the basis for the film
1: wow (laughs) (laughs) don't get me wrong resident evil also has like a bananas like script that doesn't always make sense because it's a video game but like you could definitely pull those characters and those elements from it and like make a good movie out of it probably like especially with zombie movies like becoming more popular at the time right right
0: um, other factoids about this movie: The guy who plays Matt, who's the cop, um, the fake Chris Redfield stand-in, he is—he was supposed to be played by David Boreanaz, who was um, Angel, and yeah. that guy looks exactly like David he, Boreanaz. He's like
1: skinny David Boreanaz, but he has the exact same Angel haircut. I thought that when we were watching the movie. He has like <laughs> yeah. it's like thin on the sides and then just like super gelled and like pops out like in like a crown. That is a very that's definitely David Boreanaz.
0: Um, other notes is that the score was originally done by mm-hmm. Marco Beltrami and Marilyn Manson.
2: That's appropriate. I feel sense. like I heard, I remember when this movie came out that Marilyn Manson doing the soundtrack was supposed to, was a big deal.
0: And then finally, the um, subtitle for the movie was originally called Ground Zero, but do you know why it was removed for a film that was released in 2002?
1: Can't possibly guess why yeah. that would be a problem in the year 2002. Damn. So, yeah. yeah, there were a lot of movies that, that had to change titles or elements of their story because of 9 11.
0: Yeah, I mean, Metal Gear Solid 2, we talked about it. They got that, rid of that whole that's, scene.
1: That's true. Yep. Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, so this is the movie, the story. Um, yeah, who, who wants to take a go as to what the overall so there is a mansion Alice wakes up there is she has amnesia she is Jovanich, and a SWAT team or some strike team comes and they have to go to a genetic research facility called the hive which exists underneath raccoon city um and find out what happened to and why this this uh research facility went dark um so yeah um Big things for me, just on the surface of it, when thinking about the story of this movie, not a lot happens. Just not a lot happens.
2: <laughs> Fair.
0: It takes 40 minutes. I timed, I was looking at the time. 40 minutes until a zombie shows up in this movie.
3: The fuck?
2: Yeah, true. Yeah, they're on... an hour and a half movie, right? They're on a
3: train before that, I think, In like, maybe there's drama. I don't really remember
2: There's, like, fake drama. The drama is around her, like, not remembering who she is, so it's the audience is also trying to figure out what the fuck's even happening.
0: Yeah, and even before that, they show the whole scene with the T-virus leaking out of the facility and the lady getting her head chopped off, but they don't actually show that because they're pussies and they don't want to show the
2: the actual stuff. For as much, like, blood as there was, I feel like they did pull some punches on the gore that could have been. I mean, like, the whole, like, AI house like shutting the lab down and all that stuff uh, essentially with like, and like they had so many cool toys that they could have showed a lot more gore, like the whole fucking laser room that started just dicing people up. Like the, the one like crazy slice and dice they were going to do. They like zoomed in so far past it. So all you saw was Alice's reaction or whatever. I was like, come on, man. yeah you could like see it it in the reflection
1: of the like like the metal door so it's kind of like obscured and you see the guy like slide into little meat chunks uh yeah
2: but it's like you could see like a shitty CGI version of it in the reflection. <laughs> yeah, they could have. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like
1: the most blood in this movie is like occasionally when someone gets bit by a zombie, or like the dogs that are like dripping in like zombie yeah. blood. Like they're probably the grossest part of this movie. Like aside also, from also. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: I I remember making a comment. I was like, "Where? How, why are they all bloody and bleeding and not, don't have skin?" And I was reading about it, and it's because they escaped from their cages and scratched all their skin off when they were doing that. So they do explain it in the in the context of the movie. Um, so I thought that was funny. I just didn't know. That's, oh, that's
1: yeah, that's not clear in the movie. That's, huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Can we, can we go back to the can... uh, laser cutter? for a second because there were (laughs) there were a lot of weird things going on in that scene such as like this happens throughout the movie too where like suddenly all the characters are separated but you don't see them go anywhere they're just separated (laughs) like like uh alice is just behind the glass there, seeing everything but not everyone's about to be chopped by a laser and some people are in different places but you don't know why like what's up with that
0: it's bad editing i
2: think it was definitely bad editing I don't
0: even know if it was the script.
2: I think yeah. they're like stripped
0: out scenes.
1: Yeah. There must, there must be scenes that are removed too, but it does give them kind of like the feeling that they're just kind of wandering around this like zombie infested underground facility. And like at random times, the zombies give them like a break to like have a heart to heart, like where they're yeah. playing in yeah. like an office space or something. It's just there's like, how scene... come there's no danger right now?
0: <laughs> there's a scene with Chris and Alice, not Chris, fake Chris, uh, Matt and Alice, And they're just like having an exposition dump. And then he's like, oh, yeah, my sister was like trying to steal the T virus from this facility so that she could expose it to the world and then like instantaneously later they're being chased by zombies but you don't get any explanation where the zombies came from and they're like (laughs) running back to the group and it's like what the fuck where did that happen
1: (laughs) also alice i mean she wakes up with amnesia so like the whole beginning of the movie is kind of her being like i don't understand what's going on who am i why am i here who are all these swat team guys but that like renders her completely useless for the whole beginning of the movie too she's just kind of like following the swat team around and like doesn't really have any dialogue doesn't really like have a point of view on what's happening like basically just got like kidnapped by these guys and then also matt who like Is the first person who finds her when she wakes up in the shower. He gets like instantly arrested in his handcuffs the rest of the movie, but Alice isn't. So it's never really like clear what the deal is there. And it's not until like I don't know whatever the the forty minute mark where the zombies show up that she like unlocks her like spin kick ability and like is like oh I guess I'm like I guess I'm like a badass. Okay, that's that's my backstory. And then from there on, she like kind of has something to do.
0: I really hate how there's like. So uh, first off really hate when there's like movie scrawls at the beginning that needs to set up the world, like do that contextually in the world. And then second off, like there are moments in this where it's like five minutes of exposition drop. Like there's a a moment where the SWAT team guy is just like staring at the camera and and staring at Alice and being like, this is what's happening. And then there's like a, a scene where Matt's explaining to Alice what's happening. And there's like all these different exposition dumps that don't, that don't take place in the actual story, but just somebody, like, narrating what the story is within the movie. That sucks. That's bad writing.
3: I had no idea what was happening until they did that, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I <'cause> guess that's... <laughs> they they
1: needed
2: it. Everybody they up. needed that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: yeah. Do uh, Do we know why Alice had amnesia? Was that ever revealed?
2: Uh, the she house had the triggered ga- something. Yeah. It was a nerve gas when she was in the shower because it was in the process of the whole lab shutting down the, the house lab AI... Child, whatever the fuck, uh, hologram thing, they triggered the nerve gas to block off the entrance and like whatever whoever was there, and she happened to be the one there. I guess. That's and they that's stupid. It's using the shower. <laughs> they should have just the locked time, the door. And it, like, came out of the shower head, I guess. They, I, I was thinking that too. It's like what the fuck is the point of this?
1: Needed a it quick plot device to make Alice, I guess, interesting in the beginning, even though it made her way less interesting. Like if she was just cool yeah. from the beginning and was like, I don't trust, right. I don't trust these guys, but whatever i have special abilities like that would have been way more cool
2: yeah just work in the whole plot point of her trying to help uh fake chris's sister like get the virus out she's like an um, she's supposed to be an umbrella agent badass or whatever like you could probably do a lot more with that story than just being like no she has amnesia so you guys are going to find this out in random flashbacks that don't actually mean anything until the very end and then all of a sudden you can see the whole flashback together It was I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it was funny to
1: see it was funny to see the flip side of that too with like Spence when he like started to gain his memory and then he was like oh I'm the bad guy I'm an asshole right and then like and then Alice sees him realize that and she's like oh no he knows he's the asshole and then they like reach for the gun at the same time (laughs) like there's no bad guy except for the zombies until the end when he like remembers that he's the bad guy.
3: Yeah, you just see him using the little like sound enhancer gun to like eavesdrop on the conversation in the woods.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh no, he's up to something and like that that's all you get. I I thought the fucking the lab AI, the house AI or whatever that shut the lab down, I thought that was supposed to be like the enemy the whole time. And then they just like jammed this dude into it. <laughs> I heard what they were doing, okay. Now I'm the bad guy.
0: Nah, she just mercilessly mercilessly doesn't want the zombies to escape. Which is cool. But also, like, why are you chopping people's heads off in an elevator? Just shut off the elevator and make it not work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They'll never be able to escape. (laughs) I mean, or just drop them down the shaft like they did before.
0: Yeah. And then, like... The, like yeah. the the zombies in this movie like they don't really pose that great of a threat and then they add like these CGI like on top of them that's like this like cover <laughs> they put like a mask over a side of the face and it's like bad CGI a person has half their face on and that sucked there's a lot of bad effects in this. The CGI just for the liquor was also terrible. There was a guy that was clearly had like flame retardant hair gel in his hair or was wearing a flame retardant mask in one scene when he was on fire. Was just what, really uh, what year bad. Did this
2: movie what year did this movie come out again? 2002. Three years after Wing Commander yeah which movie had the better cgi <laughs> well ah. the guys
1: literally were wearing suspenders to keep their uh their their fighter their fighter spaceships up as they were walking around and you could see the, sh- the suit bobbing around on the suspenders so
0: I, I will say though i think wing commander had way better set design than these sets and they were still like all hallways and like on a ship
1: the which, set design in this is pretty terrible that's fair yeah yeah, the, uh
0: there. Is. I made a comment that one room that housed like the cases of zombies reminded me of uh, Event Horizon, and then I realized afterwards that Paul Douglas Anderson made Event Horizon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he made event the Horizon? Same, It's the same yeah, space, probably. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
3: Wow, that's a good movie.
0: Ah, uh, is it? Have you watched it recently?
4: It holds
3: up. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's better yeah, than his other movies.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I, no, no, no doubt about it. Um, there's also, like, we mentioned the hallway scene with the, where he turns into a cube. Like, that's straight ripped from Cube. The horror movie Cube. Uh, we talked about that. But also, like, there's a lot of shots with the zombies that are just straight ripped off from George Romero fil- films. Like, with people, like, getting into a crowd of zombies. Like, exactly framed... The same way as george
1: romero movies oh like when the door yeah. opens and that one guy gets like sucked pulled in by the giant crowd of zombies yeah. on the other side yeah. there and he's like
2: ah, when his uh, hand yeah. reaching out i feel like that's a, i feel like you have to have that scene now though yeah i mean it's, it's like a, a callback it's yeah. a trope
0: now but in 2002 would it be a trope right
1: they were establishing uh, the fair. trope they were that's helping a, to build the fair. trope
2: with this movie. Right. <laughs> resident evil is like we're gonna be an awesome movie we're gonna help Fucking change cinema. <laughs> We're gonna carry the torch. I don't know. And then there's
0: the, the the I think the most contrived scene for me was the final scene where uh, they're on the train and they're escaping and the liquors there, and there's the metal tubes hanging that ominously throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. <laughs> You're like, what's gonna happen with the metal tubes? They're just hanging in the middle of the train. And for some reason, there's a door. On the bottom of the train, I don't. I still don't understand how that makes sense. Well, Yo, it's a train. That, there's tracks that, underneath. What are they, how sense. are they gonna? They're gonna offload the. Uh, it's supposed to be like the conveying that they're carrying the metal bars, and then they're gonna lower down and offload them. But it makes no sense because yeah. there's a train track underneath.
2: <laughs> I mean, there could be holes in the train tracks. Oh, Drop it down through. Do I, isn't, don't they actually do that shit with like trains for like mining shit? Dump it in the top and then it goes over top of whatever and it dumps out the bottom. Well but shit. it was like Instead a door in, in the middle.
3: There there weren't like guardrails around it or anything. There was like OSHA hadn't inspected that door there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad really, right, I'm glad we're really I'm glad we're really getting
1: wrong. into the infrastructure of Resident Evil here. You know? I remember <laughs> we were like, How did they build this massive underground facility? It's like, I don't know, it's umbrella, like what what do you want? <laughs> They're
2: evil giant Fair corporation. <laughs> <laughs> um, that third okay. rail was totally exposed that whole time.
0: Do we have any, other, any th- other scenes or anything we want to talk about in the movie?
1: The only other thing I would say that struck me, and I guess it's because they were zombie fodder, but there were, like, way too many characters in this movie. Like, especially yeah. in the beginning. Like, you meet everybody at once, basically. <clears throat> like, there's the opening scene with all, like, the office workers who get killed. And then it's, like, Miljovovich, fake Chris, the entire SWAT team, the Red Queen, like, the James Purefoy, like, husband guy. Like, everybody shows up at once, and you just, like, don't get a second to, like, get a sense of who anybody is and none of them are like very distinct characters anyway but like i remember early on in this movie i was like are there like 12 characters right now this is too many people and then like the, of course the the laser hallway scene takes about it takes a bunch of them out but you know by the end you end yeah. up with like a handful of them but then like characters come back from the dead as the movie goes on too it's like you finally get down to like a core group you kind of care about and it's like oh the tech guy's back all right cool oh he got killed <laughs> never
2: mind it's like what <laughs> they <laughs> came back s- with like bites and scratches only to just get killed like 30 seconds later
0: I mean the the names are also indicative yep. of there <laughs> yeah. being too many characters because if you look at the credits, all the the like st- uh, the I don't even know umbrella or the umbrella special forces unit they're yeah, all, yeah, they're, all they're all like named the, colors yeah <laughs> and so they're like but the, Mr Gray, there, Mr Black, Mr There's a
2: scene where the captain or whatever the the leader of the mission of the group calls people out by name yeah. and he doesn't say like black, green, blue. He like says like. Ryan and like shit, like like he says actual names, and I'm like, why why isn't that just the credit then? (laughs) Where did that even come? I
0: I cared about like yeah they didn't they didn't introduce they didn't do any character development aside from Mila Jovanic and Spence, um and maybe a little bit for Matt, but I cared about that. I cared about nobody in this movie except for alice he, He stopped
2: and took five minutes to tell you all about him. Right and, and what he was doing. We, yeah, there was really
1: And there were so many false payoffs too. Like you have the tech guy who comes back to save the day, but then he gets killed by the liquor. You have Michelle Rodriguez, who like they have this whole emotional scene where it's like the Red Queen's killing, telling them to kill her because she's bit by a zombie and she won't. They won't save her otherwise, and they don't do it, and then they finally get her the cure, and then she turns into a zombie like in the last fight anyway. And then even, like, Matt, at the very end, as soon as they get out, he, like, gets nabbed by the scientists and, like, injected with something. And they're like, well, he's a he's fucked now. Like, that guy's definitely he's, gone. he's Nemesis now.
2: Yeah, well, spoiler alert, he might be. I mean, um, he's, in he's in the we'll program. Get, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll so just wait until the second movie podcast to find out.
0: 30, 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, 102 million box office worldwide. That seems high. <laughs>
2: <Sorry>. <laughs> My bad.
0: 102 million. Is that the most on our list? The
1: mm-hmm. highest number? 122 is the most for the OG Mortal Kombat.
2: Yeah, Street Fighter's at 99. For box office, so.
1: right? That's what we're talking about? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Box office. Um, it, is, it is lower on Rotten Tomatoes than both of the Mortal Kombat's. I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, this movie was like right around the time. It was like one of the earliest to kind of start the trend of zombie movies, getting back into popularity because right at 2000 later in 2002, 28 days later came out, um, 2004, Dawn of the dead came out. Shaun of the dead came out in 2004. Land of the dead came out in 2005. Um, I am legend was 2007, uh, like, there was like a whole wave of zombie movies. It's all thanks back.
1: to Resident Evil, too, like the games themselves. like that was partly what spawned yeah. the like revival of of zombie more horror movies in in the u s and I guess around the world. But
0: yeah, I think specifically in the movies though, like twenty eight days later was like such like a um, like a movie that was had didn't have a budget, and it was just made um it was made very well and people loved it yeah
1: that's probably that's probably the best zombie movie too or like one of the best easily and that introduced like the fast zombie concept this is still slow zombie concept here in resident evil um they're not very powerful or strong or anything or fast
2: it's like the whole it's the horde concept you just have millions of them before anyone realizes what's happening all of a sudden they're zombies and then all of a sudden zombies swallows everybody yeah
1: Next thing you know, Walking Dead's on TV for like 12 seasons, and there's a spinoff, and you can't get yeah. rid of can't get rid of zombies.
0: And people hate zombies now. I think everybody's over zombies. Does anybody watch Walking Dead anymore?
2: I'm I'm okay. I'm over Walking Dead. I'm not over zombies though. I fucking love zombies. Kind of over. Zombies yeah, I feel like point. I feel like now zombie movies are like
1: usually like kind of dark comedies black comedies um yeah they tend to be more i we, we watched a, a few seasons of the walking dead when we were in college and i read the comics yeah. i read the comics up until a point it was pretty cool but it just yeah it became oversaturated even the new resident evil game is not really about zombies it's about other things spoiler spoiler well, i mean it's already it's spoiler. It, it's in the it's in the previews
3: they might as well be zombies
1: <laughs> they're, they're zombie adjacent
0: I like the nonchalant. It might as well be zombies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So, this is a this is a movie. Overall, I think I said at the top, like I don't think a lot happens. I think this movie's pretty boring. I think they cut out a lot of the violence that would make it a lot more interesting and like enjoyable to watch. Um, I think it's written poorly. Um, but that being said, <laughs> if we go to our list. And we're bringing up the list on the stream. Where does it go in our rankings, which currently go from number one, Mortal Kombat 1995's release to number six, Blood Rain, the 2005 release. Um, As I mentioned, second Paul W. Sanderson movie with the Mortal Kombat movie, number one. Um, To me, I don't think like, this is just my, I'm starting the conversation I don't think this movie is as bad as as Wing
2: Commander. I would agree with that.
1: Yeah, Wing Commander is a special
2: level of bad. <laughs> it branched off the scale to its own level of bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, our friend Jeremy put it, and he put this in words, and this was a thought that I kind of had going into this movie. He was like, this movie's too good to be enjoyably bad but it's too bad to actually be good. It's like in this weird, mediocre middle tier that's like a little boring, but like it's not terrible, but nothing happens. But it's not so ridiculous like all the time, like a blood rain, although blood rain was a little underwhelming. But Wing Commander, I guess, is the perfect example. Like Wing Commander just got so bad and bonkers and bananas and like weird things would happen that it was like really fun to watch, I feel like, in in our, our group watch and yeah. this one was, like, a little bit more nitpicky. It's like, why is this happening? Who's that guy? I don't understand what's happening <laughs> here. So it's kind of in that, like, middle tier. Um,
3: right. Yeah, they, they didn't take any chances with it at all.
1: No. No. No.
0: no. no. It's, like, the safest movie you could possibly fucking make. Yeah. And in that so, regard, it's kind of terrible. they made six more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have no clue how they made so many. Like, as, they get more bananas. The, if you look at the box office, I guess then you understand a little bit better. But
4: I will um, say in that defense, though, all the critiques of the first one have been rectified, starting with the second movie, moving forward. So as a prequel, not an actual movie, it maybe like came with a pizza. You know? Not so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um i like
2: you got to take that as outside of your opinion though you got to take that out of your opinion for this movie specifically it's got to be it's got to stand on its own oh absolutely. We'll get it, i think when we watch the second one for sure
4: but i will say like the height behind this movie too like i had mentioned that i had seen multiple like behind the scenes hbo takes just on like the cgi they used to make the dogs like in 2002 <laughs> this movie was so wild <laughs> when it came out that i think a little bit of context is missing there but um i think safe is the right word to use for it, right it's like the safest movie me as a child up to an adult <laughs> now so <laughs> yeah there was still uh, nudity
0: so right true this is like true just random nudity right at the start they're like fuck it let's add some nudity. i think there's a um,
2: little frontal at the end at, was, that was the second time. <laughs> we well, no, she had the paper just taped to her front and back at the end. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very strange she had that paper. Weird ass hospital gap.
0: Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, at least it didn't have the gratuitous sex scene that Blood Rain had.
1: Yeah, that was uncomfortable. I, I didn't feel <laughs> yeah, good watching that with you guys.
2: Get, yeah, she didn't get her nipple licked in this one, so.
0: It was, that was a very weird
2: scene. Um, it was so weird. And but, unnecessary, 100%. that, that was <laughs> improvised, right? the director's just like they're
1: acting i just gotta let them act they're just they're going for it
0: it was especially weird because they threw off a lot of like gay vibes early when she's like uh flirting with michelle rodriguez's character and then all of a sudden it's just like bam sex scene out of nowhere and these people have no chemistry
1: when doofy tom brady walks in you know the the blood gets pumping that's how it works. <laughs>
0: Very strange. But back to this movie. Um, Street Fighter is my absolute peak. I would not put this above Street Fighter. But does it go above Super Mario Brothers, the movie from
1: 1993? So, you, so you wouldn't put this above Street Fighter?
2: I was thinking just above Street Fighter myself. I
1: Yeah, I kind of wrestle with it, because I feel like Street Fighter is also a really bad movie, but it's, like, w- oh. way more fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. way more fun. So, I think, that's what we like, were talking you... earlier. Like, the intent to try to make a good movie. Street Fighter, I think, never tried to make a good movie. They were just like, no, mm-hmm. oh, fuck that. We're doing our own thing here. And they just <laughs> went. They had Jean-Claude Van Damme. They had Kylie Minogue. They had, like, a, you know, a mountain of cocaine, and they went and they made a movie. And...
0: If... If we did like uh, the game pro style, um, you have your story, your cinematography, your fun factor as one of them. Then like Street Fighter gets like ones in everything, except for fun factor, which is like a five, right?
1: So yeah, I think that's about right.
0: <laughs> but with Resident Evil, it's like twos across the board for me. Or, like, the fun factor is, like, one. Except they, just, like, just the movie, <laughs> movie was not, was fun. not fun, and yeah. then the story was uncom- not compelling. So, I don't know, you know? I didn't, and, like, I, I saw at the end, like, Marilyn Manson did the score, and I was like, the, I, he threw in some, some kind of metal guitar riffs, and sh- <laughs> sh- should be better.
2: It wasn't enough to save the movie. I, I don't think I ever it wanted kind to of-
3: know what was happening next in Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> yeah but it is
1: interesting though either. you didn't want to know what happened next in street fighter
4: i was living in the moment man well that's fair <laughs> but I, that, that, that,
1: that's I think, true i
2: think joe means for a different reason yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: joe's like He's i never having... want to get off this stealth boat i never want to get off this stealth boat.
2: <laughs>
0: listen listen you have Raul julia and john claude van damme versus mila Jovnich. Like those two performances, hmm. like even the the Ralph Julia line of, um, for you it was a, a day. For me, it was too, It was like, you know, whatever that fucking line is. It's the, the greatest. Day day of life Chris or Chris's, Chris's me, ears are burning
1: days. right now with you All messing right. up that line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think he's watching. He was watching on Twitch. So oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, but nevertheless, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, the, so the. Quick
1: plug so the, for the
2: Twitch channel, though. Yeah, Twitch plug. You can, you can watch us record these. Hey.
1: Quick, quick point up? on Super Mario Bros. Because I feel like Super Mario Bros. has a similar energy to Street Fighter, where it's just like, that's a really bad movie, but also <laughs> really weird and fun. And I, I'm inclined to say
2: I think Resident Evil is better than it, but now I'm not so sure.
1: Because um, <laughs> that was also a weird, pro- fun the watch. The
2: production value is a, is a little bit higher, but only because the technology is better. 10 years later for them like filming this movie. But I, I'm 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 at the same spot as you now, Steve. I was like easily it's falling in between street fighter and super Mario. Like it's going to be the new number four. And then after just talking about this even more, I definitely had more fun playing or watching super Mario bros.
1: Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird point. Like I came in thinking this was going to be above street fighter and below mortal Kombat, but now I'm on board with street fighter definitely above it. And now I'm having second thoughts about super Mario bros.
0: (sighs) So, like, the same thing about Raul Julia and Jean-Claude Van Damme goes for Super Mario Bros with um, Bob Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Like, there's no characters that are as good as John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins and Super Mario Bros. in the Resident Evil movie. All right, all right.
2: This movie can... Can't fall below wing commander. No, no, no. 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 That's the floor. No
1: Absolutely. Okay, right. Yeah. As long as we're all agreed. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. Again, suspenders <laughs> keeping the spaceships afloat.
0: And I, I could definitely see, I could That's definitely crazy. see another Resident Evil going above some of these movies. Because yeah, like, they, they, they there's will. there's like just not memorable scenes in the Resident Evil movie. Like she does like a cool kick of a dog's head at one point. <laughs> In slow-mo. And, like, she... There's the scene with the cubes. Okay. Not but the, gonna lie. But then they, like...
2: for the dogs the whole time. <laughs> they, don't,
0: <laughs> they don't embellish it, and they don't show shit. Even when the liquor kills Spence at the end, um, like, he's not, like, really torn up. He's just, like, a little bloody.
2: Right? And they, yeah. cop, they copped out with the actual scene. They had it be, like... They had it played over that tiny-ass fucking, like, security camera screen or whatever, and that's how we see it also, from their point of view. So all it is is... A fucking CGI liquor, just like spasming over top of this actor's body. I guess this... it's like, oh, he's getting torn up. It's like, no,
0: this didn't movie even is... show the blood in that. This movie's like the definition of blue balls. It's like, oh, you, you've got umbrella. Oh, is that Chris Redfield? It's not Chris Redfield. Oh! <laughs> oh you've got zombies.
3: Oh, there's no, there's no
1: there's no Jill Sandwich in this movie. Why is there no, no Jill Sandwich <laughs> in this movie? God damn it! Yeah, like, who the
3: fuck? Yeah, Alice? they they either had to make it just like way more violent and like get into the gore, or make it how the actual games are and like scary and suspenseful. And yep. they just did the middle for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, they did neither of them well. (laughs) I I think I'm coming around to this being beneath Super Mario Bros. and above Wing Commander. I feel like... That that's where we're settling on. I definitely remembered this movie being more fun and awesome than it actually was when we watched it. My uh, right. my seventh grade brain is is was doing a lot of work for me there coming in. Um,
2: well, your seventh grade brain saw Mila Jovovich's
1: movies. I mean, Mila Jovovich is, is exactly very attractive and definitely kept this entire Oscar-worthy, franchise going. Oscar
2: worthy movie. immediately. <laughs> you should win um, all the awards. My
0: final thing about Super Mario Brothers is like that movie for what it is. It is it has absolutely nothing to do with the video games, but. The set design in that movie and, like, the props are very good. And all the costume design is very good in that movie. Um, even though it has nothing to do with Super Mario Brothers, just taking it for what it is. It's, uh, like, the city that they're in. I forget what it is called.
1: Weird um, weird dinosaur 80s New York City that they're in. Like, crime-ridden <laughs> dinosaur New York City.
0: Yeah, and then they had somebody from Sonic Youth did the soundtrack for that. Made the composed the soundtrack. So, fuck yeah. I love <laughs> That movie's okay. Um, and they have everybody do the dinosaurs in there.
4: Well, to do your the point dinosaur. Line,
0: <laughs>
4: that's the hard part I'm having here. I mean, when we're talking Resident Evil vs. Street Fighter, I know where I'd like to place it. But, you know, in alignment with the list, my personal favorite is Super Mario Bros. So I don't think Resident Evil is a better movie. You know? So I agree with the placement there.
0: Let's do it. Do we right. have a I mean, consensus?
2: It, I think it five? goes below Super Mario just before, just because of everybody do the dinosaur. Wow! Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm surprised that we landed here, but it feels it feels right.
2: <laughs> that is not where I thought we would land when we were watching this movie the other night.
1: Well,
0: congratulations to you, Resident Evil. You are now our number five movie, our seventh entry on the It's So Bad Goes to the Movies list. I don't know what is this rated. Do we know what this is rated?
2: It's gotta be. It R. P- right? It's PG-13. Oh no!
3: Oh, how is it's PG 13? PG
1: 13. Oh, because of the boobies, huh?
3: There's blood and boobs.
2: Was... <laughs> and limited amounts of both. So, so whoever said it was just blue balls the entire time, still... 100%. Do
4: they still rate movies?
2: I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been that long that we away from the movie theaters. Half, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, it doesn't matter anymore, I guess. Do
0: they still? Do they still rate movies?
3: I don't know, man. <laughs>
0: I found that funny. Um,
2: <laughs> I'll
0: have you know that the new one that R. they're making. Yes, it's R. The, the new one that they're making, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, has a new uh, new director. It's not Paul W. Sanderson. Probably because they didn't want Milo back. It's probably, right. it's probably a
2: good thing. He's
1: about to go make 12 it, Monster Hunter movies, which is why.
2: Is it anyone <laughs> we know for, for this uh, new one? Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs>
0: Oh, one last thing I wanted to ask you guys about: What do you guys do? You guys think the um, the Resident Evil anime is going to be good?
1: Ooh, I I hope so. That's on Netflix, that. That's on Netflix, right? Um, yeah. I'm basing yeah, this yeah. solely on my love of the Castlevania anime on Netflix, and I'm hoping that it goes in a similar like quality direction. But I don't know. I'm holding out hope.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I watched the first two seasons of Castlevania, but. Not the biggest of fans, so.
1: Oh man, you got to get back into that. It goes it goes places. Season three.
0: Um, cool. Well, what are we doing as our big tease? What are we doing next month for a
2: movie? Oh.
1: I believe we're doing a uh, a movie that Rip. you could smell you can smell cooking uh, from no, the dude. planet Mars.
2: <laughs> doing doom. No, it's not doom. No doom. Do- Doom. oh i was like i was like no it's not it is yeah, the, doom yes the great it is frank
3: doom. herbert video game Doom.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, Wait, what? that makes no sense You're crazy. well
0: well there was a the dune video game is something we should cover though it's it's like the first rts that ever happens
1: oh yeah but that's yeah, per, per, per the rules of this list it has to be a video game first before it's a movie can't be can't right. be the other way
2: right, right. right. it's true right right. Well,
0: that would just be make no sense.
1: That'd be crazy. <laughs>
0: but yes, I want to thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thank you,
2: Thank, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having this me. This was fun. Thanks, dude. Nice
0: cool. It was a good time. We will see you at another
2: time. Let's go play some fucking video games.